Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. This week, we have Cassie. Hey, guys. Hi, Cassie. Thank you so much. She actually uh, suggested my favorite drink of all time, which is a Moscow Mule, so thank you for that. I do appreciate it. I was not pleased. No. But now I am pleased, because turns out they're delicious. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm smitten with your recipe. Thank you. <laughs> they <laughs> are. What is in this? Like, give us so a rundown. So it is. Well, we use Grey Goose vodka, uh, ginger beer, and fresh lime with a little mint on top for a garnish. You have like little special ginger beers where they had a cool top. A little pop know. tops, yeah. They were anyway. They were cool. Thank well, it's like a cap, but also a tab. Yeah, you like. Yeah, yeah that, that was very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got special it. ones. You didn't get just any ginger beer is what I'm saying. That's right. I so. did it right. I actually thought you were just going to get ginger ale. Ginger Ew, beer and was, ginger ale are completely uh, different, They are right? completely different, yes. <laughs> like, you're done. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Please, Michelle. I do have a suggestion. Yes. Uh, for future Moscow meals, something to try. Yes. The, the Kettle Botanical Vodkas. Uh huh. Oh, I know which ones you're talking. Very good. I've had mm. a few different flavors, and the first one I actually did make Moscow mules with, and you didn't need like any of the, the fresh things, just the really? vodka and the ginger beer, and it already had like enough of those flavors. Although a bit spendy, like thirty bucks. Okay. Well, the that was the um that sampler I got one time. Remember of all the little vodkas and it had oh, cranberry yeah. and oh, those okay. were all delicious. So. Yeah, they were. They yes. were really good. Yeah, and the, the I don't store. remember what flavor it was. I think it was lime? I think it was mint and lime. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I think you're kind of missing yeah. the So you could make no, all kinds of drinks there. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. What is that one with the Coke? Is that the uh God, I can't even fucking what? No, you even... can't. You can't say that word. I can't <laughs> say it. What? Cuba Libre. What? I don't know what you're Kill talking me. about. The country that starts with the C U B A. Cuba. Cuba Libra. Oh. Wow. Oh Michelle. my God. Or Libre. Mm. Please cut this oh, entire section out. No, I want to kill myself. No, that should stay. Oh dear. Let's just leave that there. Anyway, I'm just saying you could also make those with that because that's lime. Um, mojitos you can make. Oh, oh mojitos. look at me. I love just mojitos. Mojito. We haven't had so, mojitos yet, so we haven't. But we could make them with that. That's lime and mint. That's what I was thinking of. The Cuba Libres are just with lime. There's no mint. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait. So, Cassie has a story, but she wants to go second? Yeah. Right? Okay. And then, so I'll go first, and then she'll go next, and... And I will she... just chat, per yeah. usual. That's right. I chat a lot. Maybe not, because I might be, like, devastated by your story, so we'll see. We'll no, see you won't no? be. Okay. Oh my god, no. maybe you should go first now. No. <laughs> my word. Okay, ready? Uh, no. <laughs> this story is about Mary Vincent. Mary Vincent. So it is September 1978, and Mary is 15 years old. I was almost one. I was coming oh, okay. up to my one-year birthday, in case you were curious. <sighs> so. Are you doing the, the math right now? Yeah, I was born in 77. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that explains that 
<laughs> outfit you told me about earlier. Yeah. The orange jumpsuit? The, no, uh, no, this was a different one. Yeah. Let me just explain this outfit really quick. Okay. I apologize, no, Mary okay. Vincent. We'll get back to you in un momento. No, this was my favorite outfit of all time. And let me tell you, when I was wearing it, I thought I was fucking hot shit. <laughs> like, I just knew well I was fucking, you just feeling it, you know? Yeah. So what this, I don't think I mentioned this part. So I had this oversized t-shirt. Okay. It didn't have sleeves. It was So it was like a muscle tee, if you will. And it came down to my knees and it had, so it was turquoise and then it had in hot pink, like 80s writing, it said Hawaii. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And so I would wear that with a pair of dark pink, like hot pink tights and then my pale pink pumps. Oh my so gosh. So with like a one inch heel on them. And then I finished it all off with a hot pink belt. And when I put that shit on, I was rolling around. I was like 10 years old. Mm. Mm, mm. Okay, now I feel weird now after <laughs> the 10. You said 10, and then I said, mm, and then I realized it was 10, and I was like, wait, no. Oh, yeah. But mm. just a few suggestions here. It, it does change things being the cutoff sleeve. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I know, it but did. A fanny pack instead, like a pink, a pink. That's I, 90s, I though. said fink. That was weird. Fanny packs were in the 90s. I had a great fanny pack. Did you have a fanny pack? I, I did. never had a fanny pack. No, I, I never. Oh, God. Mm. But, man, I felt good. That outfit that. needed a fanny pack. Well, you know what? That outfit needed to be burned. <laughs> That's what happened. All right. So, Mary uh. is 15 years old. And she is hitchhiking. How old? 15? Yeah. Oh, these hitchhikers. I know. I've had a lot of hitchhiking stories. I know. Just I... don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. Just... Well, this is... A lot of people do it for the experience. I would never. Mm. My dad picked up a hitchhiker once. And it was awful because I was in the truck with them. And she kept putting her hand on my face. Like, she kept doing this, like, wiping motion from my forehead down to my chin. No. And I just remember she would hit my bottom lip and, Ew. like, That's... rub against it. And I just remember my bottom lip is so dry now because she keeps doing this thing. And I was like, Dad, we got to That makes her. me uncomfortable. It made me like... wildly uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't know what to do right now. And then we dropped her off at the grocery store and she went on her way and we went in to buy groceries. Okay. It was weird and uncomfortable. So, <laughs> so okay, so she's hitchhiking from Las Vegas, Nevada, to California to get um, to see her grandfather in Corona. Okay. So she ran away from home because her parents are on a verge of a divorce. So she's feeling super bummed out, probably yeah. a little bit depressed. So is that in Mexico? Corona is, I think, just California. down in South, Southern yeah, California. So yeah. we're talking maybe about four hours away, is my guess. Maybe we should look it up, though. I just thought, you know, Mexican lager, so. What are you talking oh, about? Corona. Oh, Corona. Yeah. <laughs> I did not pick up on that at all. I'm um, the worst. <laughs> Sorry, So she actually had a promising dance career. She was lead dancer at the Lido de Paris. I don't know. I couldn't Lidido. say Cuba earlier, so I don't Lidido know. Lido de Paris. Lido de Paris. Lido de Paris. Oh, my goodness. 
You want to give it a go? Lido de Paris. Ooh. Dang, girl. Ooh, I just got chills. My sister took French, so. Okay. Well. I don't know anything. So she was a. Very impressive. (laughs) So she was a lead dancer. Okay. Okay. Um, But she was a rebel. So she Mm. would cut class. She would uh, run away. So this is her first time running away. Okay. Okay. So she is running away from home to go see her grandpa in Corona, California. Yes. Which we're thinking at this point is about a four-hour trip. Sure. And she's hitchhiking. Yes. Okay. So, Mary stood with other hitchhikers when a blue van pulled up. So, she wasn't alone. There's other hitchhikers, but she didn't know any of them. Again, a van? Yeah. A blue van. So, there was an older man in the van and only offered a ride to Mary. And he claimed that he didn't have enough room for everyone else. Okay. So, he rolls up in a van. Yeah. And is like, ding, ding, ding. Nope. Only you, Mary. Yeah. Hop on in. And no, I don't Mary's smarter than that, right? I know. Well, like the other hitchhikers no. protested, like, do not go with him by yourself. Naturally. And she was just tired of being alone and was just tired and she just wanted to get to her grandparents' house as fast as She's she like, could. Fuck it, I'm going for it. Pretty much. All so right. she jumps in. Uh, so this man is Lawrence Singleton. Do you think they had seen him before? Like, is this a, is this like a hitchhiker route? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I just think of a Maybe. group of hitchhikers. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. So, Lawrence Singleton is a 50-year-old man, and he's an old ex-merchant mariner. So, he was headed to Reno, but then offered her a ride to Los Angeles. Okay, so I'm going to turn around and go in the exact yeah. op- opposite direction yeah. for four hours. Yep. So now they're in the car. <clears throat> heading off to, to Los Angeles. Okay. Mary lit up a cigarette, and then she sneezed, and then he tried to pull her closer to see if she was sick. Like, here, come over here, and I'll check your temperature. I got some triaminic in the back if you need a <laughs> She quickly jerked away and sat against the door just out of his reach. They continued to drive, and he said he had to stop at his house first in San Francisco. Okay. To pick up some laundry. I'm looking up where Corona is now. So they're taking an eight-hour detour up Pretty to much. San Francisco. Yeah. Well, it's eight hours from San Francisco to L.A., and oh. that's where Corona is, kind of, in Riverside, I think. This is a crazy drive. Well, they made it. <laughs> She's fucking done with me forever. <laughs> they made it to San Francisco, and she even helped him load the laundry up into the van. So then they're back on the road, and Mary fell asleep. At this time, apparently, Lawrence uh, started to drink liquor out of a milk carton because he has a serious drinking problem. Sober him is a decent man, but uh, drunk him is a hostile person. So Out of a milk carton? Yeah. Nasty. I guess you can do it while you're driving because it's not suspicious. I guess so. Yeah. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Unless it's really hot, then... Then that's just gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You... So... Uh, she wakes up and sees a sign that they're going the opposite direction of where he said he was taking her. Mm. She right away confronted him about it, and he said that that was an honest mistake, and he turned around and went the other way. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I'm going to flip a bitch quick. Yeah. Whoops, you noticed that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, the day was getting late, and Lawrence pulled over to use the restroom because he couldn't wait to the next rest stop. Um... 
Mary got out as well to stretch her legs. So are they just on the side of the road? Yes. He pulled over to the side of the road. He's going to the bathroom. She's stretching her legs. She went to the bathroom. Um, She knows her shoe was untied, and she went down to um, tie them, and then she gets hit in the head with a hammer. (gasps) A hammer? Yes. Lawrence yelled, don't scream or I'll kill you. Uh, he dragged her body to the van and shoved her inside. In the mm. van, he tied her hands behind her back and raped and sodomized her. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Um, you just really dropped that on us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and, and then this happened. happened. Yeah. He then proceeded to do... Um, he then proceeded... To move the van down into a canyon where he was completely naked. So he's driving around naked Just... in a canyon. Canyon. Oh my God. Um, he cut the ties to her hands and forced her to drink alcohol. So he gave her the milk carton of oh. booze. So he cut the ties to her hands and forced her in, to drink alcohol. So yeah. The, Out of the milk carton. Um, yep. Right. Uh, he said he would let her go if she cooperated. Uh, he assaulted her a few more times while she continued to drink, and then she finally passed out from the alcohol. I just wonder what kind of alcohol is in there. <sighs> I wouldn't like, care. I would want to be wasted at that point, too. You're just kind like... Of. Yeah. I yeah, mean, agreed. If you're going to continue this, then yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, he then told her to get out of the van and lay on the ground outside. So she lays on the ground outside... And he takes a hatchet and cuts off her forearms with five swings. What? He cuts off her forearms with five swings. That was not what I was <laughs> fucking expecting at all. You're not gonna need these. <laughs> so he cuts her off, like, just below the elbow? Yeah, just below the elbow. Both of them? Both of them. <gasps> oh my god, jeez. Yeah. Why? What? I, I don't know, that's just a random... I don't know. Because um, he's a fucking sick bastard, that's yeah. why. So she passed out from the pain. Yeah, no shit. And he pushed her. Uh, oh, so he pushed her limp body down to the canyon into a concrete culvert. Culvert. Oh, culvert. Culvert. Thank yeah. You. Thinking she was dead, he took off, and uh, she regained consciousness and knew if she did not survive, then other girls would have the same fate as she has. Oh. So she's still naked, uh, and so she coated the two wounds in dirt. To kind of help the bleeding. Um, yeah. So she made her way. Okay, okay sorry, she's freaking like, out. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you had to sneeze. Sorry. Um, no, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. So, okay. So w- she was, was she passed out when the, her arms got cut off? So she she was a conscious and she could feel him chopping. <gasps> and once she probably lost some blood, she passed out. And, and then he, he pushed her. her. Uh-huh. And then she woke up. Yes. And was like, fuck this shit, yeah. I'm gonna live so I can, mm-hmm. you know, see Well, that that's guy interesting, like, hell. someone can, you know, cut their wrist here and yeah, die and bleed it out, out but right. it cut off, yeah. you know, straight well, off the... I'll okay. tell you. There's so, major... Go she on. tries to, so she coat the wounds with dirt, trying to stem the bleeding. Uh, she made her way back up the hill, um, letting the sounds of tra- traffic guide her back to where she needs to go. While walking, she's keeping her arms up so the muscles and blood doesn't fall out. Oh my god. So her arms are up so the open wounds don't, yeah, nothing falls out. I think I probably would have lost my mind maybe at this point. And she's probably still a little drunk. Yeah. Maybe. Luckily, maybe. I know. And in shock. That 
defends the blood, so I don't know. So she's walking around with her arms up like this. Yeah, I would think she'd be freaking bleeding out hard. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! So this is not what I was. God damn it, Caitlin. Sorry. Mm. Uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Cassie. Uh, um, She's like, fuck you, bitches. <laughs> I'm probably going to go. I'm not going to share my stories. And I'm leaving. So what was happening? My my burrow feels very, like, wrinkled. I, like, <laughs> You're a little I have, stressed. I think I'm going to gain an extra wrinkle on the forehead that I didn't need. <laughs> So uh, thanks, Caitlin, for that. Mm. Blame you. Uh, a car slowed down, but once they saw Mary in her condition, they sped off. <gasps> oh, I no. mean, so this is like the <gasps> middle of the night, and you roll up on a woman who's naked that has stumps oh. and is bleeding. I mean, like, that's a horror movie. Seriously. It is kind of a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, no, that would be... I'm trying to think of how I would react to so seeing scary. that. So scary. Yeah, that, that would be terrifying yeah. to see. Mm. So it's... She even, like, was yelling for help, and, like, they just... I don't know. I don't uh, know what... I, I they had kids. They weren't in a position to put themselves well, at risk. Or... And, I mean, there's so many... Well, back in 1978, there wasn't a lot of hoaxes. But, like, now, I mean, there's so many, like, yeah. hoaxes where I could see this being kind of a theme of that. Right. But, oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think. If it was me just driving, I feel like I would probably keep going. If I'm being completely yeah. honest, if Joel was driving, he would pull over mm-hmm. probably immediately and help. Well, I'm not sure either. Yeah. It's a hard, who knows? Exactly. Oh my gosh. It was not until the morning when two women came by her and wrapped her up in towels and took her to a nearby airport where they called the ambulance. Oh, my goodness. She underwent surgery, and they had to take pieces from her legs to help with the wounds in her arms. Oh, probably, like, some skin grafting mm-hmm. to close them up, maybe. Yeah, or some bone. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Because. Do they do that as bone grafting, like, a thing? I don't know, because this made her not be able to dance anymore. Oh. So she couldn't oh, dance. Oh, because of what they took out of her leg? I guess so. Oh, my goodness. So... But Mary gave a really detailed sketch, and they sent it out to the public. Um, and Lawrence's neighbor recognized him immediately and called the cops. So um, he's like, "I've always thought that guy was sketchy. Him <laughs> and that goddamn blue van." So Ugh. Lawrence uh, claimed that Mary was a prostitute and was blackmailing him, and of course that didn't go over. So he was just no. being a cocksucker. Pretty much, every yeah. So naturally, possible. he needed to cut off her arm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ugh. So this ended up going to trial. Uh, Mary was fitted with prosthetics, but was having issues adapting to her new disability. Uh-huh. So she just had, like the one, like the hook ones. So it wasn't oh. actually hands; it was just the hook ones. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Mm-mm. So Ugh. Lawrence was sentenced to a maximum sentence sentence which was only 14 years say what mm-hmm. is it because she didn't die or he was charged with kidnapping mayhem attempted murder forcible rape sodomy and forced oral compilation i feel like that deserves way more than 14 years yeah as the maximum knows. that's yeah the judge said that he would put him in jail forever if he could but that was the maximum of that time i don't know like that's a, that's I just much. feel like that at least it should be over 100 years. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. He was ordered to pay $2.56 million in restitution to Mary. Did he pay it? No. Which yeah, no shit he didn't. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> fucking done. Fuck he, you, Lawrence. He actually only ended up serving eight years and four months and paroled for good behavior. So is he out on the street? Yes. Well, yes, he's out. So uh, Mary battled with depression. Uh, she struggled with anorexia. She was diagnosed with PTSD with nightmares and made her life unstable. Oh, God. Her family broke up. Her parents did divorce. And she had seven siblings, which they all kind of scattered around. Mary moved out of... Uh, moved out after high school and became uh, secretive about her whereabouts. Oh my god, that's right. She's only 15 when all this happened. Yeah. Oh my So when god. she finally graduated high school, she moved. She was secretive about her whereabouts so um, she could avoid being tracked down by Lawrence. Yeah, I think I would be secretive yeah. forever. She lived in constant fear, which made a steady job uh, hard to keep with mm. her PTSD and everything like that. She survived mostly off of donations of welfare. She actually did uh, marry. She got married but divorced after three years. Things were not going well. Is this going to turn around, Caitlin? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my Sorry. God. Things were not going well until she met Tom. Tom. An investigator for in the prosecutor's office, and he was her backbone, her supporter, and bodyguard. She felt safe with him, Aww. and he encouraged her to share her story and be an advocate for victims' rights. Um, her first public speaking was at a high school where a teenage boy heckled her yelling, you got what you deserve. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Oh, son of a... Oh. Kids are the worst. Kids yeah. are the worst. This stuck with her and she never did a school appearance again, but Tom and Mary worked together and... Oh, and got married. Sorry. Uh, and he gave her a diamond necklace instead of a ring because she couldn't wear rings. Aww. But So he gave her a necklace. Um, they have two sons, Alan and Luke. Mary went to the University of Nevada and continued to work as a victim's advocate. Mary actually became a great artist, and some of her pieces are valued at $2,000. Nice. So. Making it. She's made, yeah. She, yeah. yeah. Um. So Lawrence was on parole and under constant surveillance, and he lived in a trailer park. After his parole, he moved to Florida. So he was in and out of jail for petty theft. He stole a hat. He stole just stuff like that, which is weird. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I'm then like, fuck this guy. I'm done with him forever. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence <laughs> then, um, his neighbor saw him stabbing a woman in his house. What? He, oh my god. He called the police and they arrested him and he killed a 31 year old sex worker named Roxanne. Aww. Um Was she actually a sex worker? Because yeah, he tried she to was. say that Mary was. No, she was. Um, I feel bad that the song Roxanne just Roxanne. popped into my head. Yeah, no, so it did for Roxanne, me too. Roxanne. You don't have to put on a red light. <laughs> Oh, that was kind of sassy. Sorry. Roxanne! Oh, sorry. It's not the Cassie show. No, Today it is. Yeah. Today it is. (laughs) So that went to trial, and actually Mary testified at that trial, too, telling the jury what happened to her. So it's like, this shit is happening again. Mm -hmm. We need to not allow this. So he was sentenced to death in 1997. Um... He attempted to sue Mary, stating that he was a victim. Of what? Oh my god, fuck this yeah. sociopath. Oh, yeah. But it didn't go anywhere. So, But as of 2017, Mary no longer recognizes Lawrence by his name and only refers to him as my attacker. 
Yeah. So she does not give him the power by his name. Good job. So uh, yeah, so she's doing good. She's doing art. That's exciting. And victims' rights. So yes. I'm very happy about that. Caitlin is a victims advocate. I when am. You wrote that? She volunteers. I, I didn't do. know that. Yeah. You're incredible. You're such Thank a you. beautiful person. Isn't Thank she? you. Yeah. So nice. You are. Caitlin is one of my very favorite people oh. on this planet. Not Stephen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, She's <but> blushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Mary's is doing well. She had a rough year. Yeah, like she had a good patch of rough times, but well, she that's came out. I think just what makes me so irate. I mean, it's like. <sighs> The damage that's done yeah. is so lasting, and you know, I mean, thank goodness that these women are strong and yeah. can overcome. And you know, fuck these guys, yeah. but I think people just don't. There's no way to make that right. There's no way to make no. it right. Well, the criminal you justice ever changed. Yeah. After, you know, oh. Well, the criminal justice system failed, letting him out just because he had good behavior, and not looking at the actions that he did. Well, and that's the other side of it. Is mm-hmm. I just feel like. You know, and this has been my own perception and, you know, but I feel like there's got to be so mm-hmm. many statistics to back it up. But I just feel like crimes against women are not very, they're not heavily punished. Mm-hmm. And it's just so frustrating. Yeah. I, oh, I get so angry every yeah. single time we talk about this. And it's like, yeah, he had five years or he, had, yeah. you know. It's rough. Oh, I get so mad. I get so mad. It is difficult, for sure. But hopefully it's getting better. Well, yes. I know. And I hope Mary is like, fuck him. I'm going to be my best person. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to have any control over me. Exactly. Oh, Lord. I've never been summoned for jury duty. Really? I've been summoned like four times. Yeah, I have never. I remember I went one time. I got a summons, and it was right when the fourth Harry Potter book came oh my out. Gosh. And I was like, no, no, excuse me, it was the fifth Harry Potter You're book. You're like, I'm kind of in the middle of something. Right well, now. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to read that book. It's going to be awesome. So I trot down to the courthouse with my Harry Potter book and the big old hardcover. And my boss's wife is there. And so I have to chat with her the entire time. And the entire time in the back of my head. She's very pleasant and a very nice woman. But in the back of my head is like, bitch, I could be reading Harry Potter right now. (laughs) This whole time. This whole time I could be reading it. I could have been through like eight chapters by now. Yeah. Okay, Uh, Cassie, let's hear your stories. So I have... Two stories that came to mind that I wanted to share that weren't anything, you know, that I researched. So, um, these two stories both come from family that's not actually family. They're like, they're friends. Sister from another mister? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. (laughs) You grow up and, you know. Brother from another mother? To Uh, start, (laughs) my cousin, April. Um, is it just like I'm Aunt Michelle? Is yes, that what you're exactly. Saying? You know, I mean, you make your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not biologically okay. Aunt Michelle. Yes. Yeah, I can't even say your name without saying Aunt in front of it. I get it. Reason. I get it. I'm like an awesome aunt. Okay, you are pretty wonderful. Yeah. I, I'm just no, I'm, that's how I roll. That's I do an the awesome aunt thing. <laughs> what can I say? I love I it. I like being an aunt too. Well, you can love them and squish them and spoil them and then give them right back. That's the best. It's true. Yeah. So, so April um, is three years old. Okay. 
And she's sitting on the curb um, just off of her house. So when was this? This is, so she's uh, probably three years younger than me. Um, so I think she's probably like 26, 25. Okay, okay. so this is uh, 23 years back Right. Now. I'm not going to try to do the math here, but okay. yeah, we get no. it. Because okay. I can't confirm nor, 90s, nor deny. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, so little three-year-old April is sitting yes. on the curb, yes. probably living and her best life. She is. She's just sitting there playing, not exactly sure. Um uh, outside of her house and <laughs> the kids across the street are playing with a gas can and they throw matches in it <gasps> and what? it blows up and lands in her lap <gasps> oh are you serious gosh. i'm serious so okay so these little how old are these little hooligans that are across the street not sure probably seven yeah eight and so yeah. they have like a half-filled lawnmower you know, red can mm-hmm. type thing. Throw a matches. So it blows up, and then the, the red can lands on her. Part of it lands in her lap. So I don't remember the percentage of her body that's that ends up being burned, but um, she has. Well, because the gas, I'm sure, spills all over her. Also, oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. A few partial missing fingers. A few missing toes. Um, she's oh my got. Gosh. Uh, partially burnt face, chest area. Well, I would imagine probably, probably her whole leg, her lap. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. was her fingers amputated because of the burns, or they they just like severed Burned off, off or... in the fire? I'm I not exactly sure. Yeah. Oh or when my it landed, gosh. it just kind of like. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow! At three years old. <gasps> That's terrifying. <sighs> I bet that her mom was watching and lost her fucking shit. Right, probably couldn't move fast enough. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, you know, in front of the in front of the window in the family room and all of a sudden something's blazing in her front yard. Oh, poor three year old kid. So that would be devastating. Yeah, so, no, I can't even fucking imagine. I mean so I mean, naturally I, w- I would say that she's probably um She's a survivor still today. So my brother-in-law fucking was lighting like one of a backyard fire with gasoline. And he um, like it was kind of going. And so he was like, well, fuck it. I got to make this shit burn brighter. And like sort of took the gas can and sort of splashed it in. And it ran up. It ran up him and burned his face Ugh. off and that oh is gosh. not even a fucking joke like his entire face like just oh. kind of melted and i and he never like went to the hospital or anything he just like kind of went. what yeah they like wrapped him up in gauze and he laid in his bed for about a week no and he wouldn't let anyone see him or anything oh, but it was just man. pure scab like his oh whole my face you need a skin graft or something no and, and he actually healed up pretty okay. well i don't think it was it went that deep like i don't think it burned for that long uh-huh. but fucking burns are the worst my um my good friend Jim Johnson, he's an eighty year old man and he is just the I think I've heard about you met Jim him Johnson. At, at the wedding. Okay, okay. Um so 
he was just recently fishing in, I think, Okanagua, Okanaga, uh-huh. Washington. Okay. Uh, where his son lives. And his son is a volunteer firefighter. So they were up there and he got called out on a wildfire. And um, when they were out in the truck driving through it, the truck stopped working, I think, because it runs out of oxygen because of the fire. So they had to get out and walk. (gasps) And I think the wind changed and he he fell and I think got hurt or, you know, the fire was moving too fast. So he ended up covering himself. Oh my and, gosh. Which saved his life, but he's right now in a medically induced coma. Um, <gasps> oh no. I, th- I believe something like 60%. Oh, of his body is yeah. burned. So. He's oh. in the hospital right now? Yep. Yeah. There's been <gasps> oh quite a few goodness. articles out on him. Oh, wow. wow. Well, and I just Johnson. know burn recovery is, I mean, so intense, maybe, is... I read this one book, and I think I've actually mentioned this in a past podcast, where the treatment for it is they have to scrape off all that dead skin. And so they essentially just keep scraping until you can feel it. And so that's when they know they've gotten to actual skin. And, Ew. Oh, but, and awful. so you have to be completely awake awake and conscious and to be able to say, okay, that's excruciating right now. Yeah. You need to stop. Oh, good God. So with your cousin, and she's 26 now, right, you said? Yeah. So does she still have, like, you see the scars? Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And she still has fingers missing? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But she's... uh. Is she thriving? She is. She has. She's thriving, as we like to say. She has, I believe, two or three beautiful children. Aww. And um, she is, you know. It's just killing it. She's a beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. I don't get to be a part of her life as often as I'd like to Mm because of the distance, but she is one of the survivors. Wow. That I'm. It's so young. That is. Do you think, does she remember it? Do you guys ever talk about it, like, when you were kids, or? No. Not really. Not that I remember. Mm. I know. I'm trying to think I of... doubt she would remember that at three. At three is very young. Yeah. yeah. You know, and probably then... not. Or if she does, she's probably got, you know, flashes of it, and mm-hmm. not, hopefully not the... Or, you pain, know, one of those pain. things where yes. you remember it through the story that your parents have mm. told millions yeah. of times in front of you. So my mom has this friend that we've always called Uncle Joey. Okay. Uncle Joey. Um, he's actually really attractive, so that's always been weird. Oh. Uh, how Joey. old is Uncle Joey? <laughs> he's, yeah, I think he's in his probably late 40s. Well, we know he's a survivor already. He, he is like <laughs> big time survivor. So when I told my mom I was doing this and I wanted to to tell the story of Joey, um, she refreshed my memory on, you know, how everything happened in the particular story that I was going to share. And then she went on to tell me just how accident prone he really was. Like he actually has a ginormous scar across his entire face. I don't, I don't remember what that was from. Oh, fell down 
a flight of stairs while carrying a coffee cup and the and he fell on the coffee cup and it <gasps> sliced his face. Oh That'd be the fucking story. But of my still life. he is hot Bring and looks coffee. like total badass. Well, I probably made it even more so, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Hmm. Have I met Uncle Joey? I don't think I have. I don't think I hope you never do, Michelle. <laughs> I'm just curious, of course. I'm noticing all her tells. Uh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> So, he and some of his buddies were uh, just walking around town. I believe they had been drinking, young young teens, and they decided to cross the tracks where a train was. It was stopped. It wasn't moving. So, they thought they would just, you know, jump, oh my God. jump my between cars. Oh, my God. heartbeat is already, like, this is going to be a fucking stand-by-me situation. Okay. So, so I mean, go the trains, ahead. The train's... Are not going anywhere. um, So he's the last to go. And just as he steps on the the pieces that connect the two train cars, Mm -hmm. it couples. (gasps) They were stopped because they were coupling cars. Oh, my God. And so the couple went up between his toes (gasps) and, like, coupled... His... The entire foot up to the ankle. Oh, what? Yeah. So he, so here he is stuck there now. Uh-huh. So now he's depending on his drunk buddies to, you know, so quickly his, save his life. Like foot fucking shattered. Oh yeah, I mean, I he, mean, just... he can use his foot, and I've seen him in flip flops. It's all there, but it's you know, he Pretty. definitely looks like a badass. Oh, Face, foot, gosh. probably some other spots. <laughs> Okay. So his friends, did they help him? I'm assuming they did. So I believe that they ran up to the conductor. Okay. And I mean. Our dude is stuck in the train back there. Yo, my guy. So they can't just uncouple it. You Uh know, I mean, he'll bleed out. (gasps) Oh, I didn't even think about that. They had to cut the train apart and take what? him to the hospital you know with the with the, the whole couple still yeah really yep how long did that take it must have taken hours i, to I like imagine get yeah. to cut that yeah. off and then what do they do with those train cars now that won't couple also you know they have to probably bring in machinery because you can't just like you know pick it up and Move it. Yeah. God damn it, Cassie. I wow. didn't even think about that. Yeah, I know. I just barely thought of that now. That's insanity. Yeah. It's a lot of taxpayers' money, right? <laughs> no doubt. Thanks a lot, drunk Joe. Uncle I don't Honorary Uncle meet Drunk you Joe. Uncle Joey. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to meet him. <laughs> so good time. Joe Hughes. Oh my that god. Is That's crazy. April Phillips. Survivors. So, like, how long did it take to recover from something like that? Who even knows? Yeah, I bet it did shatter his foot, or... I bet it took, like, at least, I don't know, I'm going to say six hours to cut him free. And so you're just sitting there... Well, and, yeah, imagine, he's basically, he's tiptoe in this, in this coupler. So, So, it's like a, like a chain right you know kind of like comes together and clicks together around right. i'm doing a lot of hand gestures yeah. which no one can see but so great. he's like stuck in there uh-huh. 
sounds really painful. Michelle's so hand he... gestures. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a boomerang. <laughs> Sorry. There'll be a no, no, whole nother show for that. <laughs> Holy oh, cow. So, I bet he was in pain the whole time then. Unless his adrenaline was in, and we hear that people don't really feel pain. Yeah, maybe he went into shock. I feel like after a while, he probably got used to. The I bet pain he felt pain. Like that. Well, and he was drunk. Oh, that's true. That probably helped a little bit. But I wonder how that affects your adrenaline rush. I just wonder. I mean, he had. Oh, I can just imagine just sweating mm-hmm. and kind of going in and out of consciousness and just being. In incredible pain for yeah. however fucking long. And then what do they do? I mean, they must have all been support. Or maybe they put like, they jacked up the the metal. I mean, because if they cut to. it off and then it like just falls down. I mean, I that's going to be I think his friends and people would need to be like right there for him to yeah, lean like, on and such. Him. Because, yeah, I, I mean. I would think be, he would have been passing out or. Yeah, like coming in and I could see that and just. Oh my god, that's insanity. That Was that crazy. in Oregon? Uh, Idaho. Idaho. I'm like, Idaho. Pocatello, Idaho. I don't know what's going on with me today. Were you there? Were you, I mean, like around? Uh, I, I don't even think I was a twinkle in my mom's oh, eyes that, at that time. That was one of her best friends growing up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on and suggesting this awesome drink. It and was delicious. It you was. got me over my... What is the word, like, complete aversion to Moscow mules? Like, I see them on the menu, and it just sort of makes you my You survived tea. your own worst nightmare yes. of, again, passing out on the sidewalk with those two... Due to Moscow mules. Those two beauties that are coming to visit you. Yes, that's yes. true. Amy and Debbie, <laughs> we'll all meet them soon. Well, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, good, I'm glad fun. you had fun. Um, so if you'd like to follow us, we're on Instagram and Facebook at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. And if you have your own survival story that you want us to read on the podcast, email us at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now at gmail.com. And yeah, and we will see you uh, on the next episode. So bye. 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 Thank you. Peace.